in this life, especially, but in relationships in general, it's very easy to lose yourself, especially when you get into relationship, you know, in your early twenties or when you're young and you're not truly established with who you are yet. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I genuinely lost who I was in the beginning of this relationship. And it took me like a couple of years to honestly snap out of it and realize, you know, who am I? Like, what do I want to do? I'm kind of taking this journey as a way to find who I am, which is like so cliche to say that, but like, it's my first time visiting Europe one, my first time moving away from my family too. And it's, you know, my first year doing YouTube. So it's just finding out what I like to do and what I don't like to do, forcing myself to do things. You're listening to Breaking the Ice, a podcast and community created for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players but since has turned into so much more. Stories shared by women around the globe who come together for a sense of connection and community. You may be in the sports industry, a hockey parent, an athlete, or a person who just enjoys podcasts, but I can promise you, you'll be inspired by these women every single day while we evolve through the tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey. And guess what? So much more. For women, by women but especially for a hockey community. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are new here, Breaking the Ice is a podcast created for partners of professional hockey players, partners of professional hockey coaches. I'm so happy you're here Since this podcast was created, it's honestly just turned into so much more. There's episodes for women everywhere. You do not have to be part of the sports world to relate and have these episodes resonate with you. I cannot believe Christmas is in two days. Like that went by really fast. Kind of feel like half of the Christmas celebrations got cut short because we were in lockdown. Thankfully, we're out of lockdown now and can kind of enjoy the holiday season for the time being and really just spend that time with family. If you did not listen to our episode last week, Jeannie and I talked a lot about cheating and wow, I did not realize that this was such a hot topic, you guys, because when I put the polls up on Instagram, people were going wild with info, with like what has happened with them, what they suggest, what they don't suggest. It was pretty intense, but I loved hearing all of the insight from everyone, but it was a very interesting topic and definitely something I'm going to pick other people's brains about in the future because it's real life and it happens. Today on the podcast, I have Alyssa Alvarez joining me, and Alyssa is so sweet. She has a YouTube channel that she started actually, I think, less than a year ago to kind of cope with this lifestyle and be able to communicate with people online. I did not realize this at the time, but when we were talking, she mentioned that this was actually her very first season going over to Sweden. I thought she had been there for a couple years, so I really enjoyed kind of just picking her brain about what the experience has been like for her. You know, obviously with the times that we're in right now, the season for people in Europe looks a little bit different just because of COVID. So we talk about how it's challenging in the winter because it gets dark so early and how it can lead to seasonal depression and just feeling a little bit down, but trying to, you know, take that time for you, which is just such an important element to continue to keep talking about is 
some days are hard, some days it's cold, some days it's dark, some days you just don't wanna do anything and that's totally okay. But really just trying to continue to push yourself to do those things because it's so important for your mental health. We talk about losing yourself when you start dating a new person and how to really identify that within yourself. She has actually lived in Florida her entire life, you guys, until she moved to Sweden this past year, which are just two completely different climates. And she is taking it all like a champ. Make sure to check out her YouTube channel. It's re- There's just like really great videos. Again, not even if you're in this hockey life, but just about relatable things. But also there's some really good videos if you're living abroad, specifically to Sweden, because she talks about things that I literally would want to know if I was moving to Sweden or just information that you might not pick up anywhere else. So make sure to follow her YouTube channel, subscribe, follow her on Instagram. I hope you all have a amazing Christmas and holiday season with your family. Enjoy this episode and we will chat after. Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm super excited to chat with you about all the things. Oh my gosh, Devin. When I tell you, when you reached out to me and you asked me to come on, I was fangirling so hard. I was so (laughs) excited. I feel like I immediately told everybody I know. So no, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Well, I feel like I know you already. And I know you said that like back to me too, but just Yeah. It's funny when you, when someone is like on social media, like you obviously have a YouTube channel and I've watched your, your YouTube and you've listened to the podcast. So it's like, I feel like we've already met. (laughs) Exactly. And we're constantly, you know, chatting on DMS, which I mean, is there any other way of communication at this point in life? No, it's literally like the best thing ever. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) let's start off. I know that you told me that you have lived in Florida pretty much your entire life. And then you moved to Sweden. Just walk me through what life has looked like for you up until the point where you guys are now and how that transition was going from Florida to Sweden. Well, as you can imagine, it was literally night and day. So I guess before I met my boyfriend, I was, you know, in college, I was a cheerleader in college. I was in a sorority. I was living 30 minutes away from where I grew up um, in my parents' home. And, you know, after I met him, life changed, you know, so um, we met actually, while I was in college, while he was playing professional hockey, but the crazy part is he also is from the same area. And so we were both like in my college town, in his hockey town, but in our hometowns, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But before that, I spent 21, 22 years in Florida without him. And you know, South Florida at that, if you've gone to the panhandle, you know, it's a, it's a totally different world than the South of Florida, but yeah, just spent all my life there soaking up the sun, going to the beaches, living my life out on the boat and on the water and coming here to Sweden. I don't think I could have mentally prepared myself for <laughs> how completely different this world is. I mean, I hadn't li- like, I'm telling you, I lived my entire life in Florida. I vacationed North, but I had never lived in the snow, never lived in a cold climate, nothing but the tropics since the day I was born. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So he, what made him decide to go play in Europe? So, I mean, I feel like he had wanted to for our entire relationship, but the stars just hadn't aligned. You know, I was in college. He didn't really, 
want to come over without me. It just felt like, you know, the offers weren't exactly what he was wanting. And um, this year, I feel like was just the perfect time for us. He obviously, um, he was playing in the ECHL before this calls up, getting called up to the AHL every now and then, but, you know, financially it's, um, it's, it's a better opportunity to come overseas. So Mm -hmm. he decided to come over here for the opportunity for the finances of it. And I mean, I stood behind him every step of the way, because I feel like, why not, you know, we're young to see the world, to get more money, to, you know, advance his hockey career. I thought that this was a great idea for him. And obviously he did too. And here we are. (laughs) So I didn't know that this was your first year in Europe. I thought this was like your second or third year. Nope. Nope. I am fresh. I am here for the first time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this is fun then. Well, okay. So did you have any idea what to expect when you were going to Sweden or were you like, did you talk to people? Did you like, how did you feel when you wound up actually leaving Florida? So, I mean, I, again, I I don't think I was mentally prepared for it. I think I thought I was, and you know, all my friends are Floridians. I have obviously hockey friends, but majority of them, I I wasn't really close with any girls that had come here to Europe. I, I mean, maybe one of them, but we didn't really talk about it. So I talked to, you know, people that I had vacationed here and the things that I heard terrified me about the daylight, about the snow, about the climate. I was expecting to live in the the nighttime from November until February. And I'm telling you, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to have to like get a psychiatrist. Like I'm going to have to get all these different things to make sure I'm okay. I'm like an alligator. I need sunlight. (laughs) And, and, um, you know, I just, I just really think I tried to be, I was listening to one of your, um, previous episodes and you said that you believe you're, you're a pessimist. I think this was with, uh, Sandra who is from Sweden and is now in America. And I think I'm the exact same way where I was expecting the absolute worst just to make sure in case it was, I was okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so you just really can't prepare yourself mentally for something until you're actually here. So, I mean, now I've learned to take what everybody says with a grain of salt, but no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't talk to any hockey girls about coming here really. So this is a, this is all news to me. It's interesting. Like I, I want to like talk about the, the, the darkness, because I feel like now that you bring that up, we don't really talk about it that much, but it's really hard. I mean, even mm-hmm. here it gets dark at like four o'clock, which I know Sweden, it starts to get dark at two 30. Cause we played there for a few months when we first came overseas, but it's hard because I feel like sometimes you don't really get outside and get your day going till around two ish. I mean, at least for me, sometimes it just takes me like I'm working or I'm, you know, doing something at my apartment. So it's like when you finally do go out and then you're like going to do whatever, explore, go to the mall, go out to eat by the time you're coming back, it's dark out. So you feel like you've wasted an entire day. And also for me, I don't, I'm like kind of scared at night by myself. And even though it is like five o'clock, I don't feel comfortable walking outside by myself. Like I know it's five o'clock, like the bad guys don't come out till like (laughs) three o'clock AM, but still, I don't really want to be walking my dogs outside. So you do feel like you lose like pretty much half a day. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it it feels like it restricts your freedom for sure. I was calculating it this morning. I think I get, uh, we are, we're not South of Sweden. We're like central South kind of. 
Um, but we get about six hours of sunlight a day. And again, being from Florida, I am just, I'm not conditioned for this. Mm-hmm. So it does get, I mean, it gets, it is scary going by yourself because it, it's so dark. It's not even like, it's like gloomy. It is like midnight outside yeah. at 3 PM, you know? So, I mean, like I said, it, it kind of restricts your, your, um, independence, but at the same time, it just makes you not want to leave. It makes you feel not good. It makes you feel, obviously you can talk about like seasonal depression and all that kind of stuff. And it just hits you extra hard. And I really think that it affected me last month, um, getting a little bit better, but no, it's, it's crazy. Again, not something that you can prepare for until you're actually in it. Yeah. And what ways did it affect you? Did you just feel like kind of down in the dumps and stuff like that? Oh yeah. So, uh, my family was actually supposed to, I I believe we talked about this supposed to come last month. Yeah. And then, uh, before my parents got here 48 hours before their flight that they had planned for months, uh, they were not allowed to get on their flight. So I think Mm -hmm. a mixture of, you know, missing my family. I haven't been away from them this long in my entire life. And now it's nighttime at, at 3 PM just kind of messed with me mentally. And I'm very open about you know, talking about this, I suffer with a lot of anxiety. So it just, I mean, it makes it so much harder to, to really be positive. And, and, you know, I feel like when it's pretty and blue and bright outside, even if you're having a bad day, you can look outside and just be like, it's so wonderful. It's different when it's nighttime, you know? Yeah. But, that's so hard. Like that makes my heart hurt for you. I mean, like I can kind of relate cause my family is not able to come out for Christmas and it's just, you know, one of those things where it's like, one thing after the other. Okay. Like we've been looking forward to this. Like we made a bunch of plans and like had to cancel all of our plans. And so it is really hard when you have expectations and you're so far from home. It's like that. I think December, January is like such a nice time for family to come. Cause it's like right in the middle of the season where it kind of Mm -hmm. plows you through till the end of the season. You know what I mean? Right. Because it breaks it up a little bit you are alone so much. And obviously you have like your partner, but just having that family comfort is really important. So I can't believe though, that they were like, they actually like went to the airport and they denied them to go on the flight. Yeah. Yeah. They drove uh, the whole two hour or one hour drive from Naples to Miami and they got there and the lady at the ticket place told them no. Uh, So I mean, it it was so frustrating. Yeah. But I get it. You know? So how did you like, cope with that? Did you get, were you guys able to like travel a little bit? Cause didn't you, weren't you somewhere, weren't you in Stockholm or something? I feel like I saw you posting about. Okay. Yeah. So we actually, we live, uh, one hour from Stockholm. So it's like a 45 minute train ride. Um, but I had gone to Austria a couple months ago. I'm trying to like get out and like see things and do things. You know, we went to Stockholm because Logan actually has a college teammate that lives there. So we went to see him and that was nice, but we try to, pretty much do everything. We've gone to North shipping. We've gone to, Oh, what is the other one? There's one that's like further South North like, shipping. I don't know. <laughs> lunge, I don't there's know. So there's many. so many chippings. I'm like, I don't Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know, but there's one that we went. That's like an hour away from us in one direction. We went to Stockholm. We went to one that's two hours South of us. And, you know, we're just trying to do our best to get out of the house and do things we wouldn't be doing at home. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that's definitely helping us deal with not only being alone together, but you know, the darkness, like we said before. 
Yeah. That actually makes me think of a question because like, I obviously had time in Europe before everything happened with COVID and was able to like really experience just Europe in general. But Mm -hmm. for you, like this is your first season abroad. Do you feel like your expectations? I mean, I know you said you had low expectations for coming to Sweden, but like (laughs) traveling wise, do you feel like you're a little disappointed that, you know, like with all the restrictions and everything going on, I know Sweden's like pretty lax with some stuff, but just the difficulty of being able to just like kind of hop on a plane more easily or like do more travel. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, I, I mean, I think I really, really am disappointed about it, but at the same time, I get it. Like we wanted, we don't get a November break here. Uh, we just get in tomorrow, actually, he gets like a five day break. And then I think another break in, in uh, the new year, but we were going to go to Barcelona. And at this point, you know, I told him it's just so difficult to figure it all out. Let's just stay here, go skiing or something like that. But, you know, I, I, I had all these expectations. I'm like, Italy, I'm going to go to Italy like every month. I'm just going to go whenever mm-hmm. I want to just hop on a quick plane. I'm like telling everybody this. And now I've not left since October, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. At least I left in October, right? I want to talk about your YouTube channel. So first of all, you do an amazing job at your channel. And also <laughs> Thank it's you just so much. I am like a social media manager. So I'm like super type A with just like graphics and how everything looks. And it just looks <laughs> so clean and neat. I'm like, oh, this is so like aesthetically pleasing. And the content is really interesting. Like I've watched several of your videos and you mentioned that you started this channel to cope with the move to Sweden and also just to communicate with other people. So I'd love for you to just explain a little bit more about this. Right. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thank you. I try really hard. So I appreciate that. Um, so I would, I'm going to start with uh, you know, the idea of communication. When I started the channel, I, um, actually had been in this job that I hated and I was miserable and I felt really confined and restricted on, you know, my creativity and, and really what I could say. So when I left that job, I was like, you know what, now is the time I need to start this channel immediately, which was last February of uh, 2021. And uh, when I started, it was supposed to be, you know, about clothing and about skincare and home stuff, you know, all that kind of good stuff. But also the little stories that I've had in my life, because I feel in my short 25 years, I've experienced many things. I've gone through many traumas. I've had a lot of things happen to me that I didn't hear of anybody else going through. So I never knew how to handle them. So I started it to really express those things. I still haven't had the courage to really talk about them. Um, But, you know, that's why it originally began. And when I started, I didn't know we were coming here. And obviously, as time goes on, as you change as a person, any content you make, whether it's Instagram or a podcast or YouTube, you know, in my case, is going to morph with who you are. So when we decided to come here, I had made a video about it, talking about it, and again, didn't really know what it was going to be like. Coming here, I feel I stalled out for a little bit, didn't really even know where to start. I didn't, right now, my channel's uh, mostly vlogging and talking about this little Cuban American Floridian living in Scandinavia and, you know, how crazy night and day it is for me. But now it's turned into communicating with my family and Logan's family and his parent or his parents and my parents both tell me all the time how 
you know, comforting it is and that they like binge watch and it's their date night and it makes them feel good. Like they, like they can see us, like they know what's going on. It, it kind of breaks that distance for, you know, me and for them, because then we have something to really talk about. If I'm forgetting something, if there's a little thing that happened that was funny, they've already seen it online. Um, coping, I feel kind of ties in with that is again, the distance and feeling like I'm missing my family, feel like I'm missing my friends and my home. And, you know, again, we have something to talk about. I feel like I'm continually communicating with people, whether it's through a video or them talking to me about a video or, you know, talking to Logan about something, it pushes me out of my comfort zone to really go find things to do, to do things, to explore this country, to explore as much of Europe as I can. It, it helps me deal with all of these you know, negative things that come with leaving your family or leaving your home of such a long time of dealing with the darkness of dealing with the cultural changes, you know? So I'm just really grateful that I was able to discover this outlet before we came, because I don't think I would have really started if we had come here and I didn't have it. And now that I have it, I'm like, what else do I have to do? You know, I'm just going to pump out 30 videos in a month and (laughs) and see how it goes. Yes. I was going to say, it's such a good creative outlet and gets you to, you know, get outside of your apartment and like see the world and connect with other people. And that's like one of the amazing things about the internet is like, you can connect and, you know, form these bonds with people online, which is so cool. And I think like, you're really helping a lot of people, like with just some of the videos that I watched, even like things I learned from moving to Sweden. Like, I don't know if that's the exact um, you know, yeah, video title, like but <laughs> it's just cool. Like, because that's something like if I were moving to Sweden and I went on YouTube, that's totally something that I would want to know and look up. And I think that the way that you deliver it and you speak about it, it's very easy to understand. Like, I know, I know sometimes you go on YouTube and there's like just long, you know, it's like, it's you're, you're to the point you're relatable, you're funny. And yeah, it's just, you do a really great job. And I think it's a really fun way to you know, express yourself too. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, you're my hype man. And I'm like <laughs> loving this right now. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah, here for. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was kind of my goal because where we live is Vesperos and there really isn't any content about it. So again, not knowing what to expect, I tried to watch YouTube videos and there was nothing. So I'm like, here we go. Here's my niche. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, even if you were able to like start traveling and stuff after COVID, you know, you can start doing it with other places that you visit. And I just feel like those videos are always super fun to watch. And so just being in Sweden, I want to ask you, like, what are some funny cultural differences, I guess, that you've noticed being there for the first time and, you know, experiencing a totally different culture than what you grew up in? Right. Okay. So I mean, I feel like this is probably one of the most obvious ones when it's Europe in general, but um, people not smiling at you (laughs) is so weird. It's so weird. And I'm like constantly plastered with a smile on my face again, like I was a cheerleader my whole life. So it's even if I'm furious, I'm probably going to have a smile on my face. Going on with that is no small talk. I mean, here in Sweden, at least there really isn't small talk at all. And I thought that was kind of a joke before I came here, I was like, no way. Like there for sure are people out there that small talk, but you know, I'm one that if I see a cute dog on the street, I'm going to talk to the owner. Like what's his name? Oh my gosh. So cute. Like, can I pet him? (laughs) And I've done that here. And the guy literally stopped in his tracks, 
stared me dead in my eyes and was like, uh, like didn't know what to do. And I don't know if it's because like he was turning on his English or he was just like appalled that someone was stopping him in the middle of the road. <laughs> but I feel like that for me is one of the biggest ones. I, I, I mean, oh, other sure. than like, you have to like take your shoes off when you go in the gym. I feel like that's another one, but I mean, the talking is definitely big for me. If you can tell I'm a talker. <laughs> well, that's really hard for me too. And I've, I've talked about that before. We crave human connection as humans. Mm-hmm. And when we go out and we're not able to have that, you know, smile. And I think that's also like the masks on top of it is really hard because right. I'm like, does that make it easier here or harder? Because like, they're probably not smiling anyways under the mask, <laughs> but I, I still yeah. am. <laughs> yep. Me but, too. Like, I mean, people smile with their eyes too, but it's just, yeah, it's like, it kind of makes me like hard sometimes. Like it makes me put a mm-hmm. shell up and kind of makes me like, it, I shouldn't let it affect my mood as much as I do, but I do. But yeah, like I, I'm, I do miss going out and I mean, everybody back home, if you're walking your dog, if you're, you know, doing whatever people, Oh, hey, how's it going every time? Exactly. So it is an adjustment for sure. And I think like, I remember when we first got to Sweden, cause that was our first place that we went to and we came overseas. Like that was definitely one of the biggest culture shocks for me was going outside right. and just having people just kind of stare and have no sort of inclination to, to like make a smile. <laughs> yep. No, exactly. The girls were telling me here, cause we're actually the, I don't know if you know this, we're the only imports at this point and we're the only North Americans and we've been the only North Americans for the entire season. There was one Canadian guy, but I've been the only North American girl on the team. And how has that um, been for you? crazy like so weird it just feels like the girls are so great like I really don't even have a a single thing to say about them but it's just you know it's a different connection it's different from talking to somebody that's maybe from Florida or someone that's from the U.S. in general it just you you know different things you have different things to talk about but now it's cool because I can learn you know through them but they were telling me that uh, when you're at a restaurant and the people next to you next to you are just sitting in silence, it's because they're listening to you. And that apparently like Swedish people like to like to eavesdrop. And this is not my words. This is from words of a Swedish girl. Okay. So don't come for me. But yeah, no. So apparently they like to <laughs> they like to listen to other people's conversations in silence at their own table. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Just to piggyback off of that, like people stare here. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's very invasive. Yeah. Like, Like, you know what I mean? Back home, people don't do that. Like, I feel like you can glance at someone, but if you're looking at someone for more than like five seconds, like it's considered rude back home where here people will literally stare at you for like 45 seconds. Yeah. I help you. (laughs) I get like so aggressive. I'm like, yeah, like make it really known that like someone's looking at me, like literally just be like staring back at them. I'm like, hi. <laughs> oh literally that's so funny because I, like you said like at home if someone's doing it it's usually like a creepy man you know here it's just people are observing you know they hear your accent or they hear your english and they just are curious mm-hmm. or they just are interested in the way that you're walking and they think that you look weird you know one yeah. or the other but at the end of the day it's normal for them like you yeah. said it's it's not bad it's just different i know even like yesterday when i went to the game i walked in to the, the security. And the guy was like, Oh, I remember you from last time. Cause your accent was unusual. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'll try not to okay. take that personally, but, um, thank you, I guess. Yeah. 
thank you. Yeah. Okay. And like, I never, no one has ever told me my accent was unusual. It's just, you know, yeah, an American accent, I guess, but. Oh, I guess here's a story. I don't know if this is a Swedish cultural difference, but I'll tell you what, I've never had this happen in the U S <laughs> when I first met the whole hockey team, they all like lined up like in a straight line to shake my hand and say hello. And it was so weird, but like so nice. And I felt so welcomed and like loved. And I don't know if, again, they were doing that because I came all the way here or they're just like such nice people. But the more that I know everybody, I feel like I've had more of a connection and more of like a family bond with this team than I really have ever being Mm -hmm. with my boyfriend. And I think that that honestly is a very Swedish thing because even though they're not quick to, you know, talk to a stranger on the seat, they form really deep bonds and they genuinely care about the people that they care about. And, um, I mean, it's not, it's not really funny, but like, that's definitely a a difference that I've, that I've uh, seen. Yeah. They take a little bit more time to, to get to know you, I guess. And I have found that like in the ECHL, it is like a lot of younger, um, Mm -hmm. teammates. And sometimes at first, like, I remember I would tell my husband because, like we played there a few years ago and we left Sweden and came back home. But I was like, gosh, like your teammates don't come up and introduce themselves. And like, I, you know, I'm sitting up here and I'm clearly like a wife of like a player and like, no one comes up and says hi. And I was like, kind of taking it personally. And he's like, Devin, like you need to remember, like some of these guys are like 20 years old. Like they don't Mm -hmm. know (laughs) to come up and say hi and introduce themselves. I'm like, it just makes me feel so masculine. Cause I have to go up and be like, hi, I'm Charlie's wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas yeah like exactly. here in Europe, I do find that like the guys have a little bit more experience, I guess, with just like knowing that's kind of what you do like to go in. Like if you, re- if you recognize that someone's like a girlfriend or wife, like you go up and introduce themselves. And I don't know if that like is correlated to kind of what you're saying, but just like back in the ECHL, I've definitely noticed that there is an age difference for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with the guys being able to like come up and and be a little bit more inclusive. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I totally agree with that. Actually, I think, I don't know if I got this off your YouTube or what, but you were saying that you are very like independent and you like to go do things by yourself and you like to be by yourself. And Mm -hmm. then you kind of talked about in your survey, how you like to have like a separate identity than being a girlfriend to a pro hockey player. So what does that look like for you? So Um, for me, it's pretty much just doing anything I want to do. I mean, whether it's going to the store or grabbing a bite to eat or going to the gym, like it doesn't have to be anything physical. It could be me sitting on the couch for longer than expected or reading a book, you know, it's just serving myself and doing what I like. Cause I think in this life, especially, but in relationships in general, it's very easy to lose yourself, especially when you get into relationship, you know, in your early twenties or when you're young and you're not truly established with who you are yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I genuinely lost who I was in the beginning of this relationship. And it took me like a couple of years to honestly snap out of it and realize, you know, who am I? Like, what do I want to do? Um, when we came here, obviously it turned into YouTube. I love YouTube. I love editing. I love filming. So this is now what I devote a lot of my time to, but outside of the camera, it's going to the gym. It's like I said, reading a book or doing research or finding cool things for us to do, whether it's on camera or off. Um, I take a lot of pride in us 
exploring, but more than anything, I take a lot of pride in me planning things and like mm-hmm. having everything exactly the way it needs to be, whether I'm doing it with him or one of the other girls or by myself. I don't really hang out with the girls a lot. Again, that has no reflection on them, but it's because I'm kind of taking this journey as a way to find who I am, which is like so cliche to say that, but like, it's my first time visiting Europe one, my first time moving away from my family too. And it's, you know, my first year doing YouTube. So it's just finding out what I like to do and what I don't like to do, forcing myself to do things, going to yoga classes in Swedish and seeing how that goes, you know, just doing whatever I feel is going to serve me in that moment. Yeah. I mean, there's so much growth that occurs in this lifestyle, like where maybe you don't always realize realize you're going through it at the time, but like for me too, like just looking back at how much I've grown since living in Europe and you really discover like who you are and, and, you know, like you're thrown into so many crazy situations that you probably never thought you would be living Mm -hmm. in Europe. You know what I mean? And so like, you just, you learn how to be independent and you learn how to go out and go to a grocery store by yourself in a different language. Like some things that some of our friends back home will never have to do. So exactly. when you said that you felt like you lost yourself for a bit at the beginning of the relationship, how did you like identify that? Well, I feel like, you know, whenever I started dating him, it's so cool, right? You know, hockey's so cool. Going to the games is so fun. You like have this built-in group of friends that comes with hockey and they're so great to your face. Like, you know, that kind of aspect of it. So I gave up a lot of the things that I like to do. I didn't really hang out with my friends as much. A lot of my friends were graduating from college. So I didn't even have roommates anymore. I wasn't hanging out with my, um, like my hometown friends as much. I wasn't cheerleading anymore. I wasn't in a sorority anymore. I had graduated. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I lost myself in that aspect, but then I sat down, literally just clicked one day and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I've been hanging out with these temporary people and disregarding the people that have loved me forever because it was like cool and fun and fresh and new. And I'm not even discovering anything about myself. I'm my boyfriend's girlfriend. Like I honestly, I love supporting him. I really do. I love, you know, what he does for a career. I think it's great. I think he should do it for as long as he possibly can. But when it comes to my identity, just being an accessory to his life, I hate it. I can't stand that feeling. And when I recognize like a lot of my anger, a lot of my frustration and sadness, a lot of my like resentment even was coming Mm -hmm. from that. I, that's when I really decided I need to do more for me, whether it's going on more girls trips or again, filming more or finding things that I genuinely enjoy, not just things to do. If you get what I'm saying? Totally. That's when I kind of like flipped the switch and I was like, okay, now it's time to really work on you. Like love, love your boyfriend, love your partner, but love yourself a little bit more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, totally. I love that. I think that's amazing that you're able to identify that. I think a lot of people might experience those feelings, but not really sure like where they're stemming from. So that's really cool that you were able to recognize that and realize, okay, Hey, I need to start doing things that I love that make me happy. And I'm sure you notice like 
I mean, sometimes it goes in waves, right. Where you're not doing as much for you. And I feel like mm-hmm. for me, I definitely notice when I'm not taking that time for myself where I'm like, Hey, I haven't gone for a walk by myself in a long time. And I need to go right now. Oh <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you yeah. can feel it. I mean, you can feel it. I think it like kind of manifests in your body when you're not taking care of yourself mentally. Exactly. And then you kind of get in that rut, you know, where it's like, okay, I haven't gone on a walk. I'll go tomorrow. I don't feel like going, I'll go tomorrow. I don't feel like going, you know, unless mm-hmm. you push yourself and you're like, I have to, like, I don't really want to do this, but I have to do this for me. You're not going to get yourself back on, on track, which is again, something I found is like, you're uncomfortable. You don't really feel like it, but you have to. Yeah. That's a good point. I feel like I let myself get just with like the factors of the weather, like, Oh, it's freezing. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like going for a walk or, Oh, it's dark. I don't feel like going for a walk. Like I have so many excuses, but like when I do go for a walk and I do get out, I just feel so much better all day. Like I just feel lighter. Whereas opposed to if I'm sitting inside all day and I'm working, which is great. But like, I just, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I just feel icky. Right. No, we all, I mean, we all get like that. I I guarantee you there's not one person in this world that doesn't feel like that sometimes. Yeah. So I totally agree. I mean, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think it's normal. (laughs) Otherwise it's never normal. I mean, I know there's some people that are like, go, 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 go. But like, that's, (laughs) that's not me either. I think I'm somewhere in between. I'm like, I like to get out, but I'm also like, I need to regroup alone and like have that chill time too. Yep. Whatever serves you. Exactly. I totally agree with that. What's your favorite part of the lifestyle? I think the ability to travel um, and meet new people and discover new cultures. I mean, like you said before, this is stuff that our friends back home will never have to do, but more than anything, we'll never be able to do. You know, how many people do you know outside of hockey that can move halfway across the world for free? Like oh what in the world? We, we, we come here on these flights you know, we're so, I don't want to say blessed, but we're so lucky and, and privileged to be able to do this, that we can see all these negative parts. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely one that points out the negatives of it, but I'm living here in Sweden with my best friend. I'm able to see the world. I'm meeting new people every single day. I'm seeing new things. I'm learning about myself. So just the exploration from it. I mean, whether it's in Europe or in the States, you just, the culture of everything and the exposure to life is is my favorite part. Did you, have you ever experienced any like criticism from like friends or family or anything from moving over here with him? Actually, no, no, because, um, I think when I had that little like epiphany of changing my life, everybody around me noticed that. I think that I had criticism when I was, you know, focusing everything on him, but I feel if, you know, you know me well enough at this point, people will realize that, you know, I don't have to be here. I'm here because I I want to be here. None of us have to move with our boyfriends. We're doing it because we want to, we love them. We want to support them, but more than anything, it's helping us become better people. Again, it's exposing us to things that we would have never experienced before. Um, everybody has their reasons, but my reason was definitely to one, be with him and to further this relationship, but to also see the world and better myself. So I think that, uh, everybody saw that. I mean, are there whispers behind my back? Maybe, I mean, probably, (laughs) but no one's ever said it to my face. No. (laughs) Yeah. 
that's good. I was just curious because sometimes, you know, it, it is a big move and, and, you know, sometimes people have, have input. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yep. No, Sounds like you it. have, have a good support system around you. And that's really important too, because, you know, like it's, it's hard maintaining friendships and stuff back, like, because you're so far and you don't see them all the time. So it's, Absolutely. It is really hard with, I don't know if you found this too, but just like with the time change and everything too, I feel like whenever I want to text my friends, it's like the middle of the night and then I don't want to wake them up. And then all of a sudden it's like 11 o'clock my time and I'm going to bed and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to them in way too long. And I have this like guilt almost about it. I don't know if you ever feel that I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to them and they are a close friend and I hope they know I'm thinking about them, but it's, it's tough. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I get the exact same thing. I've been trying to FaceTime my best friend forever and they're six hours uh, behind. So when she gets off work at five o'clock, it's like 11 PM here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to her, it's no big deal. She's just, you know, just getting home, open a bottle of wine, have a glass and we'll like chat on FaceTime for me. I'm about to go to bed. My yeah. skincare is done. Like <laughs> I am tired, but you know, it's, it's difficult. Like you said, to maintain, because it just feels like you're making excuses. You know, it feels like Oh, I don't want to talk now. I'm tired. Oh, I can't talk now. I'm this, uh, you know, I'm out doing something I'm doing whatever because your lives are not, um, as synchronized as as you're used to. Yeah. The good thing is like when we go home for the summers and stuff, which are, they do feel really long. I don't know when your guy does your guys season end in March ish, Um, March, April. You know, I really don't know, (laughs) but (laughs) right now our, our flights are for like April, end of April, I think. Okay. Yeah. I bet that'll feel so nice when you go home and you're back in Florida. Oh (laughs) Oh my God. It's like, you're just like holding on to that sun. You're like, Oh, I will be home and I will be in a bathing suit on the beach in X amount of days. I would be like marking my calendar down because man, the winters can drag on over here. Yes. Yep. No, I'm, I mean, honestly, again, I do my best to like try and stay mindful of here and like appreciative of being here but I tell my boyfriend man like I miss Chick-fil-a I miss Target like I can't (laughs) wait to go to like get on the boat like oh my gosh don't you miss our bathtub at home and he's like yep like he's just like stop talking about it like you can't be there right now yes exactly that's me too I'm like I miss our kitchen like don't you miss our kitchen he's like yes I obviously miss our kitchen like as much as I love standing in like a a hallway like as our kitchen with the two of us and our two dogs and child all in here stalking us at the same time like yes I do (laughs) yes yep no love it here miss home even more but well thank you so much for coming on if someone wants to find your youtube channel or follow you on instagram where can they find you so um first and foremost again thank you so much for having me I loved it of Um, course instagram handle and my youtube channel are just my first and last name. It's Alyssa Alvarez, but my name is I L Y S S A like Illy. Love you so much. Um, so so cute. I love that. Yeah. Thanks mom. (laughs) (laughs) She knew, she knew before it became a thing. She really did. She really did. 